And this is going to be um, quite the episode, I can tell you in advance, as you hear the sirens outside, which really sets the mood and the scene for what we're about to talk about. So first of all, let's get started with saying this is No Lies Detected. It's a podcast where we talk about the truths you need to know, the lies you tell yourself. I'm Megan Tonjas. I'm Michelle Moore. And I don't even know where to start with this. Um, we'll just start from the beginning. We can. Uh, on early Friday morning... Uh, January 10th, mm-hmm. I went to bed in the morning, literally. I was I- in bed by like 4 a.m., 4.15. I had extreme jet lag, and um, from the holiday season, I traveled, and I went to bed, and around... The 9th. Yeah, 4, th- yeah. four, four, four a.m., really, yeah, literally. Yeah, into it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's still dark out, but it was in the morning. And around between 4.30 and about 5 a.m., where my bed is, my bed, the head of my bed is against my windows. And I heard this loud crash Mm -hmm. that sounded like just like flump, like a weighted flump. Mm -hmm. And I, I was in between sleep and awake it shook my wall. It shook my bed. And I jolted up and I, th- and I said, what the fuck was that? And my intuition knew that it was, told me that it was a body. But I just didn't feel, it just didn't feel like. I didn't feel real. It didn't half feel asleep. real. I was half asleep. It didn't feel real. It we didn't also feel live in a place where there's earthquakes. Right. Weird I, things happen. Right. Things fall into whatever. And right. So. Right. And I, uh, I, I started to look outside, but I was like, mm, I, I don't want to know. I'm going to go to bed. I, uh, which is, it makes sense when you're in that kind of deep mm-hmm. disorientation of like, so, so tired, jet lag, but I, I literally just been yeah, sleeping just all day. Back. And so, you didn't hear anything after that. And I didn't hear anything after that. So... I figured, okay, in the morning, I'll I'll call and I'll let them know. Yeah. I heard a big a big noise or whatever, but something said like, just don't look out the window. So I went to sleep. I woke up. I had a phone call with my aunt. We spoke for over an hour, and about noon, because I slept in. About noon, I called Megan, mm-hmm. and I said something fell. I was yeah. watching the circles, watching my stories. Yeah, she was and watching FaceTime. And I said something fell. I thought she meant in her apartment. Yeah, I said something fell outside. And I said, I need you. I said, I don't know if you're capable of because obviously. Um, oh, yeah, I haven't even talked about it, but I yeah. put Margo down on Monday, which she is to a put Margo down. story I'm sure I'll talk about in yeah. Adventures and Roommating. Um, so this is all happening in the same week. <laughs> it hasn't even been a week. Yeah, it hasn't even been. A, th- yeah, we're still in we're Saturday. We're still in this week. <laughs> And uh, so, so you put the phone up to the window. I put up the phone up to the window, and I and I told you like right, left, right, angled it, and uh, and I said right. She said right, 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 and then said to the left. Oh, Mm -hmm. oh no, yes, Michelle, that there's a person there. Yeah, and and I said you need to pack your things call the management so that they can call the police and um that's just such a hard yeah 
hearing somebody fall like that i i just don't want to see it i didn't want to see it i yeah. didn't want to know i'm glad you didn't like see it. so um i got ready i still had my bags i packed my bags um i got dressed and i called my property management and i said I need you to come upstairs and physically verify that there's a, a, a dead body on my balcony. And they came upstairs, opened my window. Sure enough, is a man, uh, a young man. And he was dead. He was definitely dead. And there was blood and I didn't see it. I didn't look, but, mm -hmm. and, uh, they called the cops and once they told me there was a person, I was like, I don't want to be in here. I just, I, I, I cannot be in here. We are currently now in my apartment. <laughs> we are. We came back to uh, Megan came crime of this or the scene of the, the crime. scene of the crime. N now my, my apartment is now a crime scene. Um, there's <sighs> a bunch of cops, detectives, the, the, I just so many people inside of my apartment, my, my, my very people. small home, my, and I, I just freaked out and I was in the hallway. I didn't want to be inside. Megan mm -hmm. came in and stayed with me. And yeah, I started to make my way out here. And then I kind of was like, oh, this is going to be a while. Like this wasn't, I realized this isn't just me coming to get you. Like there's going to be police. So I brought magazines and snacks. Yeah. <laughs> and we, <laughs> we like, really, we, we stayed here for about, uh, like two hours, just waiting around, yeah. answering questions, answering and questions and stuff. Uh, got that. They got all my information. They got all her information. Mm -hmm. and then I feel we like they took too much information. I don't like how much information we had to give to these Yeah, people. we had to give a, a lot of information. Um, and then we, uh, they, they said that we could go. And they, uh, the regional manager for my property, for, for my the building that I, uh, I live in, uh, offered to pay for a hotel room for the night to gave you a certain amount they just threw out right, like this is what they are in the she area. literally said oh a, a hotel room in the area costs about 150 downtown so, on a friday right on a friday downtown Last la minute. okay and so literally she's basically basically saying we'll just give you 150 dollars mm -hmm. so it's it was fine i just wanted to get out so we find we we stayed at the line hotel mm -hmm. and the line was very very helpful yeah, I told them what happened, and they sent up some stuff. It was just really, they're just really, really sweet and, and accommodating. More accommodating than I would say the people yeah. that are in charge of this situation. Yeah, yeah, because hold for that. Yep. Um, Spoiler alert. So the next morning, which is today, uh, Megan and I woke up. We got a late checkout, and I hadn't heard from anyone um, in regards to my place. So. I, and I had nowhere to else to go. I needed to go home. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, I, uh, we came back and I came back to a mess. Just my, my place was just, there was trash. There was mm -hmm. the, th there was still blood. Oh, they hadn't cleaned up anything. Yeah. And I by this point it's three in the afternoon. I went and recorded the blood and there's like hair and stuff. Yeah. There. It's, it's three o'clock in the afternoon. And, mm -hmm. uh, 
as we're sitting here as we're sitting here the door starts jingling this door starts jingling about Mm -hmm. and it's the maintenance trying to come in and they're trying to clean up now just regular regular maintenance out there not uh, here to properly remove anything yeah just out there with some bleach and paint and paint squirming up the blood and matter and walking through your apartment walking through my apartment using the mop to then clean up the floor here yeah and then using the mop to clean up the floor here as we sat here we sat here as we listened to them scrub right disturbing right uh and um i called my property manager nobody answered left a message and then i called the head of of the 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 headquarters i guess and i just basically said listen i need to speak to someone about how to how we're going to handle um this situation because i cannot live here there was a dead person on my i just literally like somebody died and i i'd 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 like to be able to rehabilitate myself and everything that i experienced in a different place in a different building mm-hmm. and it would be nice it would be a to have your rate more than nice it, not even nice i don't even like that word it, it would be the humane thing to do mm-hmm. would be to um assist me in this because you know no one asked for this but at the same point you know so i just leave a, mes- a message like that something like that and i get a phone call back after they've left i get a phone call after they've done cleaning up my place and it's the woman who originally uh offered to pay for the hotel and as soon as i pick up the phone she has the biggest attitude she's pissed she's pissed and i think and she said um well you know i we had agreed that you weren't going to come back until i called you and I, listen, yeah, that's yesterday, how it started. Yeah, that's how it started. That's how she started the conversation. Yesterday yeah. was a freaking blur. First of all, you're sitting on the stairs outside after witnessing a traumatic yeah. event. And this morning, no one called you to check in. No one called last night to see where you were staying. No, they didn't book the hotel. They made you book it and just promised to reimburse you for whatever. Mm-hmm. They no one was concerned about if you were eating, who was taking you, what was going to happen, how you were getting there, transportation. And this morning, we got a late out check, a late checkout till one and no one reached out or contacted you and so what are you supposed to do it's like i can take you back to my apartment but we're just assuming what's happening so we came back here yeah so we came back here and like i said we got back here around 2 30 ish mm-hmm. and um well i had to check out a one but we waited a long time so we got yeah we got here around i would say we got here around like two o'clock two mm-hmm. but they didn't come in until about let me check yeah i got time stamps on yeah i know that they left close to three o'clock it was like 254 when they left so they were here for a while i filmed outside at 216 right and, and then they came in after they that were here 250 he's outside cleaning 256 they're taking trash and then 316 he's doing the mopping thing at the door right just <laughs> just wiping matter out into the yeah hallway which is also concerning beyond all of that and i'm no scientist (laughs) but um 
there's a reason that they have special crews dedicated to this because to just take things like, I don't know, brain matter and stuff and to just Poor throw it out into the hallway where everyone's walking, kids are, dogs are, like, that gets, I mean, that I just feel like that's an issue. Right. So it was poorly handled. Yeah. Um, it painted over it. So I get a phone call and she's clearly Not upset. happy. I don't know what she's upset about. Uh, maybe because I left a message. I don't know. It's almost like no someone idea. died outside of her right. apartment. She it's said, weird. she said, we agree, agreed that you would, that's what I, we said. And I said, mm-hmm. I said, um, I understand that, but I had to check out of the hotel and I hadn't heard from anyone. And mm-hmm. it was one thirty, and no one was in the office downstairs and no one answered, which is why you left a and voice. I, right. And I called the property manager and I, then I, and I called you because nobody, no, I hadn't heard from anybody. And I'm in my house, not hearing from anybody. And you call me after they've left to clean. Well, they were supposed to clean this morning. And yeah, she was calling to let you know that they were done. Uh, we know. I know. We're here. I'm here. Well, they were supposed to clean this morning. So, okay. But you didn't call me and let me know that somebody, I wasn't informed of anything. Yeah. As far as we know, no one was cleaning it up. Right. And if the if the if that idea is to keep me abreast of what's happening, you didn't do your part, mm-hmm. and you waited for me to call you and leave a message. Yeah. And now you have an attitude about it. And uh, she, I said, she said, I I can completely understand why why you're upset and why. And I, I said, I don't think you do. I don't yeah, think like, you we do. We get that it's traumatizing. Yeah. I said, I don't think that you do. And so I said to her, I said. I, I want to be able to live in a different apartment building because they have many apartment buildings, a different apartment building um, in a new apartment because I can't stay here. Mm-hmm. Also, you there was no intention for you to have to rush out of an apartment and to find something more expensive. or to fi- I mean, they're not taking into account the fact that like the plan was to be here. This is where you work. This is where right. you live. You just got back from traveling. And so... Now you don't have transportation like no one's thinking about they're not even directly saying like we're paying for you to move all of your stuff like mm-hmm. she was confused when you were like I'm asking if you're going to aid me in this and right. she was like well I think I answered your question so I don't know what you mean by aid like you want us to do this and this and you were like no that's not my question yeah that's and not my question was, she was on the edge i could just hear in her voice how she tense was speaking she was to me she was saying michelle michelle like speaking to me like she knew me yeah and we I talked about this, Michelle. Like yeah. I answered your question already. Yeah. Michelle. She was, I, I don't understand what you're saying. Well, if you let and me shut speak, the fuck up, if you let me speak, because that's my question. My question to you is, how are you going to aid me in mm-hmm. this situation? This un- very unfortunate situation. Mm-hmm. And I and I said, is there someone that I can speak to that's above you that? Well, you can send me an email and then I will get it to you. And I said, so what you're telling me is that I cannot speak. I can't physically speak to the person that's above you. You asked for the name first and she said she wouldn't give it to you. I said, can I have her name? She wouldn't give it to me. Even though it's on the website and it's public information. (laughs) She wouldn't. And I know what LinkedIn is. She she wouldn't give it to me. Mm -hmm. And I asked again. Yeah. This and she protocol. was like, I don't know what you're asking me. And I said, she was like, this is protocol. I said, I said, you have protocol for when s- somebody dies and commits suicide and lands on it. But you have proto- there's protocol for that. Is that in the, the manual? No, I'm what pretty sure there's that? no protocol for that. The, there definitely is no protocol. For I'll that. tell you what the protocol for L.A. is in my experience, because this is the second time I've had to move out of a place in 
less than two years in mm-hmm. this city because of lack of I was a, I, I was accosted by a homeless person in the first person the first place that I lived my mail was being stolen and there were just no safety and I, I was a I was accosted by a homeless person living in the mail room and they to shut me up just said here here's your deposit back and uh that's it mm-hmm. <laughs> you could break your lease and get your deposit back gee thanks i moved to this apartment and uh all is great i get in a car accident during that time that was not my fault uh told my car i call the cops call the ambulance they don't la doesn't send it they do the very minimal they don't send send out anybody they would not send out a police officer because no one died there was no blood and to find out if the person was inebriated who hit me they asked me were there any empty alcohol bottles it's in a her fucking car. cartoon it's a cartoon it's a fucking get out. It's a bunch of vodka bottles like it's what not how is that works this? dude i'm not qualified to tell if somebody is inebriated that's why i need you to come out here and figure out what happened Mm -hmm. but they wouldn't come i had to figure out i lost my car and that's something i had to deal with and 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 try and maneuver and uh just get whatever little i could get back to get out yeah to get out and get from that situation and now this situation and this has all happened and I moved here May 6, 2018. <laughs> it hasn't even been two years. And now a person on my balcony who's fallen to their death. And on the only balcony, by the way, on this building. Right. I have the only balcony in this building. It's just decorative. I don't really yeah. know. Yeah. Um, the only balcony on this building. And just it just makes no sense. So now I'm in a place where I, I still see that th- there is there is greater good for this for me um it's i'm still being moved in a direction forward that th- that's how i see all of these things that doesn't mean that i don't feel things it doesn't mean that i'm not gonna have to now deal with the emotional weight of of what has happened but now i i i have to seek legal counsel i have to i have to be Something has to be rec- rectified from this because the emotional push and pull mm-hmm. of what's happened in the past 24 hours too much. It's too much. There were so many other ways for that person to deal with that. She didn't, she wasn't soft with you. She wasn't understanding. Even if she did say, like, we'll reconvene, whatever, you just got out of a trauma. It's like, anyone I, I was telling you my vet does more like to check up after margo after a visit to make sure she's okay on medication like yeah. that doesn't make any, your job is to manage this kind of situation these things happen but they happen in your building that's not fit for people to be wandering around and be able to do that so right. easily there's no cameras so we there's don't no know. cameras the people can get out in the fire escape and just do whatever and you know so it's unfortunate for everyone but the reality is that you're the person who was there when it happened and who they want to keep living in the place where it happened. And the most they were willing to give you was, well, you could break your lease. Oh, your phone. You can break your lease. Um, 
and it'll be okay. But you're month to month anyways. You don't need to break a lease. So, you know, she could have been a lot of things, but I just feel like if I were in this situation in her position, I would have said, you know what, we're going to cut. First of all, check on you in the morning. Be like, don't go back yes. to your apartment. Come directly to the office. Let's talk. Let's figure out options. And even if it's a situation where the buildings are all owned by different people and they can't just automatically offer you the same rate, you know, they have more pull than anyone. Yeah. So let's sit down. Let's look at the options for all the different places we have. See what's in your price range. Maybe we can... I can yeah. talk to them and explain the circumstances. So even if it's temporary for the next six months or the next year, like we something that, you know, helps you continue on in the life. Cause you've missed where everyone here has missed work. Yeah. Is it, there's emotional damage that's happening. Things you'll remember for the rest of your life. Like they're not thinking about that. They're just kind of going home and coming to their nine to five. Like they're, fighting with you it's who's paid no one's getting paid enough to be doing this to someone yeah or to be dealing with this well she's definitely not people. she's definitely not getting paid enough and and she's she's fighting a fight it's not hers that's not hers for she's a making company. it worse and she's making it worse for, for the company that is supposed to be representing the place that i live yeah and all we have is our own the only comfort that we have is is outside of self, the physical, tangible comfort that we have is having a place to live in comfort so that we mm -hmm. can get through life. Yeah. You know, and and right now it's like I don't have I don't have that. And, and so I have to go back home. I have to go. I'm going to go be with my parents because I need to figure out this thing that, that 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 i have and you're being forced to manage this in a situation that you shouldn't have to manage anything right you should be able to at this point on suffer the least amount of inconvenience now you're in a situation where they're fighting against you they're not being helpful and they wouldn't even be able to survive a situation like this but they're expecting you to which is ridiculous i just think that uh I just, I just, I just think it's unfortunate. It's just unfortunate. Are we still recording? Yeah. Um. I just want. I, f I, f I think it's really important that that. It's important to handle yourself in the best ways that you can in situations like this and to not project mm -hmm. because everything that happens in our life is for a reason so i accept that i accept that again it's not about disassociating the sadness around it and separating or detaching from that yeah it's heavy. I'm, <coughs> I'm feeling that but i'm also not feeling sorry for myself to the degree that I am not able to stay with myself and fight for myself. Because mm -hmm. that's more important than anything else is that obviously this is, this is the weight of the world. This is the weight of the world. Some people never have to live like this. But this is the weight and the burden of living in a world 
the reason why I can handle it is because this has happened to me before. This has happened to me in so many different ways where man, this moment isn't a race thing. But is it? I don't know. Because if I was a rich white girl in -hmm. college Mm -hmm. living in this building and that happened and I had money Mm-hmm. And I had they would figure th- they would figure something out. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm disposable. Don't yeah. really fucking matter. I've experienced I've had I've had an experience where like I had someone start a fire in an apartment above me in a high rise. Yeah. The water kept coming through the ceiling mm-hmm. and they expected us to live in it. And I went and just would show up in the office and annoy them to the point that eventually moved us into another apartment. But yeah. a nicer one, I'm sure. A nicer oh how one higher up, but it was at the same rate. And and that's all I'm asking. That's is, it. Is to be relocated at that's the it. same rate that I'm paying, and it's like, no. And and I'm you know, listen. I'm used to hearing no. I'm used to hearing all that stuff. It's just you know, the fight is exhausting sometimes. Yeah. It, the fight is. It's a lot to to. It's too much. Yeah. And there's strength in being able to break down, but the amount of times that people like me have to break down in life just to get a little bit of something. It's just too much. It's too much. Um, so I just wanted to share with you all, um, what happened and just to, um, Keep the person who passed away in your prayers and and myself included that I can. um, There's light at the end of this, I know. Um, It's just it's just, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's just going down this tunnel again. It just is what it is. and, And it's been heavy living here in L.A. This has happened. This is the third time something drastic has yeah. happened. Um, I don't know if I don't know if this city is trying to is is rejecting me, but yeah, you know I live my life uh, in relationship with rejection. So <laughs> Sagittarius circles around rejection. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is this? <laughs> um, I don't know what you. I, I think it's important for you to talk about what you're seeing and what. Yeah, I mean. It just feels surreal, you know, just like kind of being around it and, and watching it happen and seeing how poorly managed it is. And and, you know, the way that even you're functioning and dealing with it, like last night, you know, we were, I was joking back and forth, but I was like anyone else in life, this would happen to and it would be the prime struggle of their life. Like it would be the thing that they they went into every dark corner and that was the reason why like they would be going home and they would never come back and everyone would understand because of how traumatic that is. And Michelle was like, maybe I can like trying to figure out, trying to, trying to adjust yourself and move so that you can make everything like, okay, well maybe I can, I'll just, I'll just sage the plate, you know, like having to make accommodations for something that no one should have to deal with. If there was protocol, 
any protocol, the protocol really needs to be a protecting tenants. Mm. And they have not done that at all. Not even in a way of like, is that the Postmates? No. Okay. Um, not even in the way of just from a human being perspective, thinking if this happened to me, what is the first thing I would want to hear in the morning to know? Like what, how would I want to be communicated with? What would be happening? Um, are they calling? They are. We're, you know, even through all this trauma, we're still postmating. Yeah. It's just, it's, um, it's sad on a lot of different levels. Cause there's a lot of, you know, again, we talked about, there's a person that lost their life. I think you're, you're a person that's still here and is under their care and a respect and you've been a really good tenant. You are asking for the bare minimum, you know, just like put me in a place, just put me in a place yeah. so I can have a home. I had a home and then this happened and no one asked for it and it's no one's fault. But like if it is close to anyone's fault, if anyone, you know, created a situation for this to happen, it's a, a building that's potentially not safe. Yeah. And, and we're in, you know, and granted, I'm sure there's, there are a lot of things we're not going to talk about in this podcast because you're moving forward in the direction you're moving to figure out how to deal with them. But people talk and every person that's coming to this apartment, whether it's been police, whether it's been cleanup crew, whatever it's been, has shared more and more of the story of what was happening. And this shouldn't have happened. This yeah. shouldn't have happened. There were things leading up to this where if there were proper security, if there were people in the office, if there were somewhere to go, I don't think this would have happened in the same way. No. And for everyone to know the story of this building up to it and no one to step in that's in any kind of management position. And then after it's happened, kind of just blow it off as, well, I mean, if you got to move, move, it's fine. You'll get your security deposit back or whatever it is. Uh, That is unreal. And it's taken everything in me to not like go on social media and just be like, fuck this company, fuck these people. All their information is public. You're going to deal with someone like this. And it's just, it's, it's inhuman. It's really lacking empathy in a way that is, I don't think any of these people should be in business like this. Like you shouldn't be dealing with people and managing people's lives if you don't care about people's lives at At face value. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I hate that it's happening to you. Mm -hmm. I hate that it's happening at all. And, um, you know, the journey I think is going to require more energy than it's fair to even ask of you to deal with. Mm-hmm. But what is, what is happening is a bigger issue than even this moment in you, because the way that they're managing this and dealing with this, they're going to continue doing that because they haven't been shown that it's not okay. Yeah. 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 And what they're doing is illegal and what they're doing is wrong. Yeah. And what they're doing is unconscionable. Yeah. And anyone that hears the story and understands that knows. And so, you know, I pray that a judge gets to hear it because I really do. I just think that uh, they they really just had to make a phone call, figure something out, help, even make it seem like they were helping. And I think it would have been much understood. But the way they've gone about it and the way they personalized it. Well, they just enhanced. She just escalated. And we've been filming everything, yeah. we've been recording everything, taking photos of what we walked in on, everything. So it's just. I don't think they understand uh, the gravity of the situation and how yeah. it affects someone. Yeah. So I'm just... Uh, but I love you. <laughs> I'm just uh, here now. I bought 
flying back to Florida to be with my parents and get some clarity a little bit. Um, Megan's been really helpful. And, uh, but I need to be back. Yeah. Uh, with my family so that I can figure some stuff out. I think you need to be somewhere where you can, you can start processing it. Yeah. But also even beyond that, because I know you and like, you're not going to process all this right now. Like Mm -hmm. this is, you're going to push this off till later. Um, you need to be around some people who on your behalf can kind of, you know, stand up for you and, and help you just focus what you need to do in this step so that it doesn't feel so out of control that what you're going through is not something anyone should ever have to deal with. And so whatever protocol they have, there's no, you know, there's no roadmap for this. But I think that being with your parents will help focus that a little bit and getting the right people involved to understand that this is a horrifying story. It's not okay how they're treating you. It's not okay to be the only options are, well, you either have to get out today or you, or you have to live in the building where this happened, or you have to live in the apartment where you heard this happen. Like you own a lot of properties, you just help. So, you know, it's just, um, it's not fair. It's not fair. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for, for being there. I got you. Listen, you always got a bed. You always got a place. But it's not fair that you should have to be shifted around like this. You know? It's like, it's hard to get your feet up to like just to even go in the direction you need to go to just relax a little bit to do the work that you need to do when things like this happen and And there's no comfort there's no safety there's no rest yeah i think that's just uh you know everybody goes through things and it's just uh you know i i'm not a rich person and i don't have financially Mm -hmm. i have a lot to my name but financially tangibly we're talking about cash Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't have access like that and so i uh i just i want my i just want my life to 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 be continue to be good mm. and uh so you just i just have to believe that and know i still know in my heart mm-hmm. that there's goodness from mm-hmm. this and you have places it to go and you're right. gonna be okay even though i'm going through it there's still goodness in this it, you know mm-hmm come out on the other end like i always do it's just you know uh it would be nice to not have to deal with it yeah so often yeah it's the least 2020 could give us that damn it (laughs) it's just like yeah so i mean it's been a rough week for the both of us and i think your week wins (laughs) (laughs) i think you win (laughs) I mean, I was going through it, but like it was coming. This was very unexpected. <laughs> like, not fair. Yeah. You know? Um, so, I just uh, thank you guys for listening and l- letting me tell you uh, my story and sharing with you what happened. And thank you for your thoughts and your prayers. And, yeah. And, you and Michelle has a Venmo. Support. So, <laughs> you do. know, lightworkahead at gmail.com. <laughs> like, 
So yeah, uh, if you guys support the podcast, support everything, want to support in any way, you know how to do it. Yeah. Um. So even if you can't, just send good thoughts. It's yeah. a lot to deal with. It's a lot to deal with this one person, and it's a lot to deal with this one person in this city that really just does not give a fuck. Yeah. So you know. Uh, that's the episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll probably put this up before some of the other ones we have. Yeah, we have planned. I don't know what happens. This, in them, the, this will probably hit for Wednesday because yeah, this yep. is soon. Yep. So, um, yeah. So you'll see what what happens. Michelle's gonna go back for a bit, and uh, we'll keep you updated on what's going on. And and uh, we will hopefully the next time we come back to record, there's there's good news. You know, mm-hmm. or at least some kind of something. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I love have you. A, came into some a lump sum of money and none, yeah. of, none of this shit matters. Just like incredible, <laughs> become incredibly rich, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I love you. Yeah, and you. I got you. Thanks. And um, it's going to be okay. Thanks. I think, I hope. Maybe. <laughs> 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 All right. You're here. You're better. You're welcome. Welcome. (laughs) And incriminate me however you want. Have fun, bitch.